0: Hey, no name-calling here. Just differing opinions going head-to-head. With CounterPoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News
1: Radio. Let's bring in Mike Van Solen, Managing Principal of Navigator, Navigator, and Bob Richardson, Senior Counsel over at National Public Relations. Hello, guys. Hello. We should talk a little bit about where you are, Mike, because tonight is the PC convention. It's uh, the first time in about 15 years that the PCs actually get to hold one of these things when they're in power. And it's also the first big gathering of the party since being elected. And it comes at an interesting week um, when allegations flying about with uh, Patrick Brown's book. Is he planning to show up and would he be welcome? Uh, No,
2: (laughs) no, he would not be welcome. Um, And, uh, you know, now he Mr. Brown has a lot of temerity, but I don't even think he would show up uh, here in person. Uh, But who knows? I wouldn't put it past him. Look, it's been a pretty great great week, actually. You know, this, his book has sort of come and gone, and uh, I can't imagine the publishers going to be very happy with uh, the number of uh, copies sold, because you know I think this book has been widely panned mm-hmm. uh, by everybody who's sort of had a chance, and you know, and and and. For him to go after Lisa McLeod and belittle her, uh, you know her her courage to come out to talk about her mental illness yep. is, uh, you know, just one of the reasons I think people uh, people will uh, pass on this book. Uh, but there's a lot of excitement here. We had, of course, this week, uh, Mr. Fidelli uh, bring forward his full economic statement, uh, begin beginning to talk about the vision uh, this party has for for the province and how they're going to get control of the budget and, yeah. uh, and implement some of their plans. And, and you feel the excitement in the room and you're right. It's been 15 years since we've had this event uh, with, uh you know, with actual cabinet ministers uh, in attendance. So, uh so it's, it's fun for, for all those who've been involved.
1: Yeah. And Bob, I mean, look, uh, I've got the book, but I'm not planning to buy it. And I think those who will read the book will read it because they're in our industry and it's been sent to them. Uh, but I don't know. Are you going to buy it?
0: You know what? I, uh, I, I probably won't. I did uh, see in the news that uh, I think it was Costco's ordered an, an extra thousand copies. There clearly, <laughs> uh, there clearly is interest out there for this book. Um, and, Going tomorrow,
1: i will see if it's on the shelf. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: uh, look, uh, it, it wasn't that great a week, I don't think, for the Conservatives, because there's a feel of chaos around this government. And they need to get turn the volume down a little. Um, the whole Patrick Brown thing is an internal political slanging match, and it's just it's it's this constant feel of churn and chaos on a variety of different different issues, which isn't something that you uh, necessarily want happening.
2: That I, being, I, don't, that I is, don't, I don't, it, I don't, I see it feel a little first, different. It Bob.
0: Is, like it is their first time in fifteen years, and they should be congratulated. Uh, for holding, uh, uh, you know, a convention in government, it is kind of fun after when you won an election, uh, particularly for old war horses who've uh, who've been around and uh, did the struggle for the fifteen years of operation. So I I wish them well for their convention this weekend.
2: Mike, last night. Yeah, no, I I mean I think some of the storylines that have been around the PC uh, PC party in this past week that you that Bob references. Uh, It really feels like inside baseball stuff. You know, the the idea is there's a little bit of chaos around the party. Uh, To me, this is just so so much of uh, you know inside baseball. I don't see it punching through. I I, I, broadly, when I get outside of the bubble, um, I think Ontarians are really happy with the direction of this government. I still think they're in a good place with uh, with those you know with Ontarians, particularly those who voted for them, Um, uh, and and the the sort of sideshow that is Patrick Brown. Um, you know, I'm not convinced that, you know, average Ontarians are paying it, paying attention to that stuff.
1: No, but what they are paying attention to is the story that everyone is talking about. And that is, uh, you know, we're finally getting the official timeline from the school, uh, St. Mike's, uh-huh. as to what happened when. And, Bob, I think it's pretty clear that on Monday, when the second and the more serious of the tapes was put in front of school officials, they failed because they waited two whole days until the media started calling to actually even go to police. And and I know the media is getting kicked around and being blamed for this. But how do you see the school moving forward? Should people be fired? Well, I happened
0: to be out for dinner on on Monday night with a parent of a uh, of a child who's at St. Mike's, who told me the whole thing. This is even before uh, six, uh, this was at six p.m. on Monday night and and i gather the police weren't brought in until wednesday yep so joe joe civilian like me is hearing from joe parent not of a kid involved i should add mm-hmm. um you know about the thing at monday at 6 and you and and you can't uh you can't get this done until uh you, you know you don't contact the police till wednesday i mean i think there there is uh uh Some potential negligence there or uh, or or certainly not following probably what's what's, uh, you know, an appropriate path for uh, for a violation like this. So I, you know, I think that there's a lot of questions for St. Mike's and they have not appeared to be terribly open. I don't think it's I don't think it's very helpful to have parents attacking the media the media are not the problem here no uh the problem here are the kids that were involved the incident in question and quite frankly uh you know the manner in which the school has dealt with it yeah not a media this is not a media problem
1: no you know you can kick the media around a lot mike but not for this one because it wasn't until the media actually started to put pressure on the school that they actually went around and did their job uh it's staggering you're in the business of crisis management and Mm -hmm. and I don't understand how on Friday, five days after the fact, no one has lost their job. I mean, do they think they can weather this?
2: Look, I I can't get into the heads and understand what they're thinking. uh, But there's been a bunch of failures as far as, uh, you know, how you would manage this uh, as far as communications goes. Um, for sure, uh they should have brought in the police immediately, given the gravity of what 's involved um, but I do work with organizations a lot of times that find themselves in this situation and, and what I know is uh there there is a bit of paralysis um that, that sort of takes hold because they are shocking to to the individuals involved.
1: They um, are, but but there's a mo- not just a moral obligation. There is a legal obligation. If no, you I, think a child has been, you know, become a product of a crime, that y- it's a no brainer. You call the police, even if you're accused after the fact of overreacting. I'd rather be accused of overreacting than underreacting, which is the case. Hundred
2: percent. I'm, I'm not yeah. giving any passes here. There, there there are serious failures, and there will there will I have no doubt be real consequences. Uh, could lose their jobs i would expect so could there be real criminal charges i think so uh given the gravity of everything that's gone on i think st mike's is going to suffer some re- serious uh reputational damage it already has as a result of this and it's going to take a lot of work uh, to get back to you know whatever ideas there were about about the school beforehand, I'm just saying in the moment I mm-hmm. recognize the idea having having been there and sat sat in boardrooms with with folks sort of dealing with these issues. They're school administrators, uh, you know they're they're trained to do certain jobs. What they're not trained to do is deal with crisis.
1: Yeah, they're not um, di- wait, apparently they're not trained to protect children. Like, like that's the ba- I just I'm I just look at this and I say even a uh, the biggest idiot in the world would know okay, I got a problem, and it's way beyond me, so I just got to deal, like, just from strictly a liability issue, you would want to get this into someone else's, no. you know, view.
2: We, we, it, it seems... And, and, it seems and, go, go ahead, Bob, sir.
0: Bob? I, I, sit, I sit there, and I sort of say to myself a catholic in, i i believe st mike's is a catholic yes. institution yep. i'm i'm a catholic yep. when i hear the words uh, you know sexual assault violence yep. um uh, at a catholic institution You should be hitting the alarm bell given the history of what's gone on in the last 15 or 20 years immediately Mm -hmm. to do the right thing. And there should be a protocol in place. And if there isn't, then it's sort of like, what have you been doing and what rock have you been living on for the last 25 years?
1: No no kidding, because if if these teachers know the basics of the sex ed curriculum or anything, they would know cyberbullying is like the number one. You go immediately to police, even if you... You know, oh, look, this story's not going away. So we'll talk about it well into the next uh, four years. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing
0: opinions going head to head. With Counterpoint. 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 Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.
1: Let's bring our gang back in. we got Mike Van Solen and Bob Richardson joining us. Well, a court has ruled in favor of CNN and Jim Acosta, telling the White House, give that card back so they can go to the press conferences. And Trump reacted saying this.
0: We want uh, total freedom of the press. That's very important to me. It's more important to me than anybody would believe. But you have to act with respect. You're in the White House. And when I see the way some of my people get treated at press conferences, it's terrible.
1: Okay, so Bob, we've got a president saying he loves the freedom of the press, but there comes, uh, uh, you know, conditions with that. And I get the distinct impression that (laughs) Jim Acosta will be given the exit again if he should misbehave.
0: Well, number one, I think we can add one more lie to Daniel Dale's ongoing list that this guy loves freedom of the press. So, uh, so uh, I mean, that's uh, utterly ridiculous. He's demonstrated anything but uh, an interest in uh, freedom of the press uh, in the manner that he's conducted himself. But, you know what, I think it is important for the press at the same time to treat the office uh, with respect and to, to conduct a, you know appropriate press conferences. So I think uh I think on this issue there's a little bit of problems on both sides. Jim Acosta seems to have a big ego and the other guy's ego of course is legendary and speaks for itself. That's not a good combination.
1: No, I mean look, I mean as much as everyone can kick uh, Trump around th- there is I think some something to what Bob says is that the 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 media, some of the media down there, they play as many games um, you know, a- as Trump does.
2: Sure. Yeah, sure they do. And uh you know, Jim Jim Acosta is a bit of a grandstanding uh a journalist. I <laughs> I I don't know, parsing my language, I don't know why. Uh he, he is a grandstanding journalist, uh, who I think crosses the line sometimes into being an advocate for a certain uh, worldview versus just being an objective journalist uh reporting what's going on. Um but but that said, I you know, I agree with Bob. I think uh I think Donald Trump's behavior has been atrocious too and uh, you know, he can't seem to find a way to you know, tell the truth, even if, if he doesn't need to lie. Um, but, th- but that said, even Fox News supported the, the court case. Uh, Which is odd. And, you, you know, but they did. And, but but and,
1: Bob uh, because... Woodard had written a pretty scathing article just two days ago, kind of saying to the media, you've become, a, he said, emotionally unhinged in their coverage of, of Trump. So, I mean, everyone yeah. likes Bob Woodard. There's not many that don't.
2: Yeah, no, and so uh, you know, and, and I, I think someone who defends the principles of journalism like Bob Woodward, uh, you know, should we should pay attention to him, and 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 uh, I think the media should think a lot about you know, uh, the the role they have, particularly in covering the White House. Uh, but this is an unconventional White House, so I understand <laughs> that, uh, you know, not not all sort of uh, normal rules uh, seem to apply, and uh, we find ourselves there. Uh, ultimately, it's a good thing for the freedom of the press. We, we know how important that is. Uh, you know, whatever you think of, uh, one might think of Jim Acosta, that he gets back in. I think it is appropriate. We see the job that they're doing down at St. Mike's, as we talked about uh, earlier. Uh, It's an important, the fourth estate plays a critical role in the foundations of Western democracy. So, um, But we're we're in a different time, uh, and uh, and we'll see how this all shakes out. And uh, and I expect this won't be the last uh, time we're debating uh, Jim Acosta or CNN's role uh, in covering the White House.
1: Indeed, a Toronto-based publication that has widely been criticized for uh, disseminating hate speech, and it really does. I mean, they they get they, they go after Jews, women, LGBTQ community. They have now been permanently banned from distribution through Canada Post. Now, I don't believe in banning any speech. I happen to like my hate wide out in the open so that I know about it. But I don't believe that my taxes should be having to pay for it to get delivered.
0: Well, number one, kudos to my friends Warren and Lisa Kinsella for doggedly uh, uh, pursuing this issue and doing a great job in taking this clown uh, to court. And uh, and winning, so uh, I think it's great. I think it's great that that will not that uh, it's a it really is a hate filled rag, and I'm glad it will not be being you know delivered door to door in the beaches and and in uh, and in other uh, neighborhoods too as well. So kudos for them uh, for pursuing this, and uh, I think the courts made the right decision. I think the government's made
2: the right decision. Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I live in the beach and I've had to receive that vile rag uh, to my house and the, you know I have I have a young family well not the young I mean I have kids who are 14 and 12 mm-hmm. uh, and, and 9 who who <laughs> grab the mail and uh you know the fact that I can't control This thing arriving in the house and sort you know just coming in the door with with other mail um, was troubling to me. Uh, Warren and Lisa did uh, you know did great work and it's it's terrible that it's taken so long. But this is really a vile rag. I'm 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 with you. I'm not into censorship, but. The fact that it uh, it had to show up at uh, my doorstep and, and I had to sort of
1: deal you know, with it. We yeah.
2: had to kind of grab the grab the mail and take it away. Uh, you know, we, I don't think that should be put upon us as parents. And um, it, it's a great day that this thing is finally, hopefully, uh, uh, you know, not going to arrive on my doorstep.
1: No, it is your early gift. Um, yeah. even, though Canada, <laughs> even though Canada Post is not delivering right now, you've been spared for the future. Guys, I will leave it there. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is Bob Richardson joining us tonight and Mike Van Solen, who apparently is going to be working all weekend because he's doing the political stuff at that convention. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.
0: You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.